Mario care. And don't nobody else care. Mario care. And don't nobody else care. You need some realignment. Trying to find it. Miss Mari got it for your mind. Yeah, it's right on time. Yeah, you're feeling broken deep inside. You feel like hiding. Come on and on the brother grind. Yeah, give it a try. Miss Mari got your tune up. It's what you want. A tune up. It's what you want. A tune up. It's what you want. A tune up. A tune up. It's Miss Mariana and you are plugged into the tune-up. All right, so today's topic is the needy greedy. And you may have heard the expression, we got to get down to the nitty gritty. And if you haven't, it means get to the bare bones, get to the real of the situation, get honest, get upfront and be clear about what's going on, what's happening and why. So when I'm talking about getting down to the nitty gritty, I'm thinking about us as humans. We're pretty vocal from a very young age on what we need, right? If we're thirsty or hungry, we get really loud with our crying. If we have soiled ourselves before we are capable of cleaning ourselves, we make sure that we get the attention necessary to uh, remedy that stinky situation, right? And even through all our stages of development, from being a young child, I, I remember if I needed something, my mom could have been on the phone and mommy, 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 mommy. Do, do you know that? Right. Asking over and over, please. I need this mom. I'm begging, please. I have to have this toy. When we get to being an adolescent, I can remember even being sneaky, trying to get the things I needed. I needed to wear makeup and I would do it behind my mother's back just so that I could feel grown. Uh, even all the way into adulthood, as much as we don't want to admit it, even in adulthood, we are very clear about all that we want and all that we need. Now, in healthy environments with healthy supportive relationships, we can get our needs met through communicating, through cooperating, and moving forward in a proactive way. But if we're not careful, we human beings can get very creative to make sure our needs get met. We can be manipulative, we can be conniving, we can be downright demanding. And I'll admit, I've been on both ends of the spectrum. I've been needy, and I've also been around needy people. And I don't just mean our basic human needs like food, clothing, and shelter. I mean emotional, mental, spiritual neediness. Now, with the current planetary crisis, the COVID-19 pandemic, we've noticed human beings all around the world starting to get a little concerned, starting to act a little strange with fear that there may not be enough to supply our needs. We've been seeing from around the world in recent weeks, bare store shelves as customers rush to stock up on essentials as fears continue to grow about the coronavirus. Staple items like rice, beans, pasta, things like that, like those parts of the shelves are are empty. Nervous shoppers looking to stock up on really some specific items, toilet paper, hand sanitizer, frozen food, pasta, rice, but why are we stockpiling some items and not others? Fear winning over today at area grocery stores. You've probably either seen photos or experienced empty shelves. Because we're fighting two epidemics right now. One is COVID-19 and the other is fear. 
One thing's for sure, when it comes to human beings in the middle of crisis, when we're dealing with the chaos and the frenzy of fight and flight, we get a little unnerved. And outside of our basic needs being met, we all have some very different things that we consider valuable in the midst of tragedy. Oh my God, I need a health first aider and a person who serves as a compassionate witness when we're navigating through our trauma i get it we get overwhelmed we don't know what's a priority our feelings and our thoughts get to racing and it can just be a process that feels like it's going slow motion with no end but what's really important is that unless we're in immediate danger unless we're using our fight and flight in order to protect ourselves we've got to stop we've got to breathe and we've got to engage in logical, critical thinking for the best outcome to assess a situation and to make sure that we are calculating the proper response. Sometimes we just got to slow down. Again, if we're not in immediate threat and we have the option to sit down and breathe, gather our thoughts, ground our emotions, and look at all the potential options that will serve us well, it is okay to sit down and take our time. If you're finding yourself falling into the frenzy and you want a healthier approach to the mental, emotional, and physical ways in order to secure yourself when it comes to crisis prevention and safety awareness, I've got three basic concepts. Number one, counteracting FOMO. FOMO is the concept of having the fear of missing out. When humans feel something dangerous is coming, but we're told to do something as minimal as washing our hands, we feel like the action doesn't seem proportionate to the threat. So we run out and we go do all the things that we feel we're missing out on. Many of us have been shopping and hoarding products, thinking that we'll miss out on them. What happens is our mental and emotional stability gets challenged in these environments. It's important to remember that every single thing we want isn't always a basic need we may discover there are some things we can live without. Number two, be aware of monkey see, monkey do. In the middle of a crisis, oftentimes, folks will run in the direction that everyone else is running, or people will start grabbing and hoarding for items just because other people are. If you wanna use a little bit more critical thinking when you're in a crisis, make sure to do some preparedness in advance. If you know how much toilet paper your home uses on a 30-day basis, you can already have that in place and not scramble. If you know how much water and food your household needs on a weekly basis, you know how much money is necessary to put to the side so that you have the things portioned out properly. Sometimes following monkey see, monkey do can leave us hanging right off of a cliff. So do yourself a favor and use your crisis prevention mindset so you're not scrambling at the last minute for a solution. Number three, check the speed for retail therapy. Now, when we're in a crisis that requires us to shelter in place, 
Oftentimes, our stressors can cause adrenaline to pump so high that we have an immediate energy crash. Feeling that high mania or that low depression can cause us to do a lot of spontaneous things just to feel alert and alive. Whether it's retail therapy and filling our shopping carts with our technological devices or running to a lot of different vices, make sure to be honest with yourself about your strengths and weaknesses because the things that we like to binge on are the things that we end up having to cringe from. For the most part, most human beings are simply doing the best we can in any way we can, especially when we're dealing with crisis. But if we want to be more safety-minded, if we want to apply more crisis prevention, there's a shift in thinking. So remember, number one, counteract FOMO. You're not always missing out on everything just because because you don't have immediate access. Number two, two, be aware of monkey see, monkey do. Not everyone else's fearful solutions are the ones that'll work for you. And number three, three, check the need for retail therapy and any vices we clamor to when we're dealing with the crisis. Ladies and gentlemen, as I always say, I'm not here out of superiority. I'm here because the majority of us are learning as we go. If you know this information, it's a deep reminder. If you don't know, now you know, try it and apply it. I am a firm believer that we can think critically, think logically, cooperate, and we can work it out. We can work it out and start building. My name is Miss Mariana and you've been plugged into the tune-up.